Tell me, though, what's his technique? That last strike, it seems invincible. Hello and welcome to Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Alliance podcast. My name is Connor McKenna. And I'm Carl Snow. And today we are covering Power Man and Iron Fist 5, the 2016 run. And, uh, yeah, new issue. Uh, sorry, the episodes have been infrequent, but what can I say? Life sucks. So, yeah. <laughs> We're getting them done, weren't it? Yeah. So, yeah, has there been... Any Iron Fist news? I've been off the grid, so to speak, in terms of that. Uh, other than his character was, I believe, officially killed off in your favorite TV show you refused to watch. Yeah. And, like, the next day he was posting some Iron Fist stuff and how he's looking forward to it and how he sees the character as uh, a challenge because you've got a... Uh, spoiled rich kid billionaire but has spent the last 10 plus years in Kanlun uh, learning Buddhism with, you know, nothing. Yeah. Well, I mean... thrown thrown back in the situation where he still has his uh, Buddhist training and his Kung Fu training and he's in the big city but now he has a humongous bankroll behind them, and he likes to see where he wants to see where the character's going to go with this. I just hope we see vengeance, filled Danny. <laughs> I'm, as I said, I'm really looking forward to David Wenham as Harold Meacham. It's probably the thing I'm looking forward to most, actually. Um, oh, and uh, one of the directors. Yeah. From uh, Game of Thrones as uh, apparently I, signed to do a couple of the uh, episodes. I did hear about that neat uh, the episode I saw him do was like a really good battle episode, like had really good like fights and stuff, so that's good news. I think it's good news. It's probably good news. And uh, other than that I think that's pretty much it on the whole Iron Fist thing. Uh, one of the mm. things we've brought up several times is actually mentioned in the letter page of this issue. Yes. And that's someone brought up the fact that uh, Danny's been a bit of a goofy dumbass. And mm-hmm. a, uh, it is addressed that maybe possibly he's hiding something with the goofiness. Yeah, and we'll have to see what happens. That being said, the goofiness is one thing, but the stupidity is another thing. <laughs> like who who pretends to be stupid to cope? <laughs> like in in the sense that Danny's doing it anyway. Like I think a really good example of uh, in comics of like a character doing a complete one eighty from like brooding to like all happy go lucky. It was uh, Mark Wade's Daredevil run back in uh, was 2011 or 2013? One of those two. I um, thought you were going to bring up the Captain America thing that just happened. I don't read Cap, so... Um, 
Oh, that thing. No. <laughs> which, which they've already squashed. Uh, classic Marvel. Classic Marvel. Um, though with Daredevil, like, after, like, over ten years... Oh, jeez, maybe even more over ten years, um, of being, like, a, you know, really brooding, his life just gets continuously worse. Mark Wade did, like, a 180 and shifted the depression-adventure rate ratio to the more adventure side. And that was a really good way of making someone happy-go-lucky, because, yeah, it's just really good. Whereas... Was Mephisto involved? No. <laughs> Funnily enough, the one of the best Daredevil stories has Mephisto in it, so... Um, Mephisto yeah. is is a good character, and mm. supposedly, supposedly, ah uh, yes, he also segue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he will be showing up in Netflix as a heavy. Where and what? Who knows? It was Defenders, wasn't it? Rumored. I believe so, yes, but you never know. He might show up first in season two of Jessica Jones, and it might carry oh, over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd love to I see him in Daredevil. Like, I don't know if people want to see Born Again, but what if they just go completely wacky, like that 80s run, and just like start literally putting like the devil in the show and stuff? I think that'd be great. Unfortunately, I don't think we're going to see a... Uh... Season three of Daredevil or a season two of Luke Cage or Iron Fist. I think we're going to get Iron Fist, Luke Cage, season two of Jessica Jones, Ugh. and then straight to Defenders. However, now they're saying there's going to be a Punisher series. Yeah. Ghost Rider has been apparently done dealed. It is back in Marvel's hands and the new Ghost Rider. The Hispanic kid with his disabled brother, so this is the Ghost Rider yeah. with the hot rod, are going to be in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. However, there's some rumors that the original Ghost Rider, whether it be Danny, Ketch, or Johnny Blaze, unknown, might be popping up possibly in the Punisher series well, on Netflix. There's only one original Ghost Rider, and that's okay. Johnny Blaze. Yes, as, as many as people who actually read the books, the demons have all been different. Yeah. I mean, I still don't know who Danny Ketch's demon is. I, I still haven't read since that whole. I'm just I'm still in that huge crossover because it's just doing my head in. Like, um, and I I refuse to mention the female Ghost Rider. I only know her by name. Like that's it. Um, yeah. So. I think we'll get Dead Devil Season 3, because the demand seems pretty high. Um, it's just, like, a matter of when, really. Um, because in Dead Devil Season 2, they set up so much for the future. And it was received, like, just as well as Season 1. So... It'd be yeah. nice, I don't know, maybe it would happen after Defenders, or just... It would be uh, after Defenders... It wouldn't surprise me if all the oncoming stuff, the Luke Cage, the Iron Fist, and the Jessica Jones are just crossover bonanzas, so technically they're just extensions of everyone's seasons. I'd hope that wouldn't be the case. What I'm assuming they'll do is make a 
Heroes for Hire series. Um, uh, I don't, I don't see it because really, it's our, it's already become what it wasn't supposed to be. We were literally supposed to get thirteen mm. episodes of Daredevil, thirteen episodes of Jessica Jones, thirteen episodes of Luke, thirteen episodes of Iron Fist. Boom, Defenders from now on, and it's already been thrown completely out the window because Daredevil hit and it went through the freaking roof. And it should have. It was fantastic. Yeah. I I was never I was under the impression that Defenders would be like a one off thing and they get their seasons afterwards. And then maybe Defenders too at some point. I don't know. I honestly think Defenders is almost gonna become like an Agents of Shield thing. I think you're gonna see everybody. Hmm. Could they really afford that though? I don't know if you get paid for how many times you're in an episode. It's not like a locked-in thing. Hmm. I guess only time will tell, but hopefully we get more Daredevil, and obviously Iron Fist. But uh, there's rumors of Doctor Strange, for some reason, popping up in Iron Fist. Not that it doesn't make sense. And Phil Coulson from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., or at least the actor who plays him, showing up in there somehow, some way. Well, we know Phil Coulson has said he wants to show up in Iron Fist before, and Doctor Strange, I really doubt it. That just sounds like another wishful thinking rumor. I don't know, Cumberpatch is pretty cool. I guess he's not like Scarlett Johansson, he's not afraid to go to TV, so... Well, technically he's still in TV. I mean, they're shooting Sherlock to season 3 or season 4, I can't even remember. Yeah, he's he's actually you're right. He is a TV star. Most of the others aren't uh, TV stars. So he's everywhere. When he's not doing TV or movies, he's doing freaking Broadway and plays and musicals and yeah. Hmm. Well, hopefully we get more news soon. Well, when's Luke, Luke Cage be dropping soon? Won't it? September. Mmm, that'll be good. Um, yeah, looking forward to that. I'm interested in it, that's for sure. Yeah, because I, I, I haven't I read much Luke Cage. I still gotta watch Jessica Jones. <laughs> yeah. I got a couple months. Just so yeah. I see where he's gonna be coming from, so I'm not walking into it fresh, cause I mean, they obviously have already established somewhere of his character, so I gotta yeah, see Yeah, they have. Him. And from what I know, his backstory in Jessica Jones doesn't match with the comics. As in, like, it doesn't contradict the comics, I guess. It just mm-hmm. adds stuff. And doesn't really cover stuff that was in the comics, but like, yeah. I don't know. I haven't read, uh, <laughs> no, I have read Iron Fist. I haven't read, uh, much Power Man, so. Yeah. Hero for Hire. Hero for Hire. Is it worth reading the first few issues of, uh... I think so, I enjoyed it. But in a nutshell, he was framed for a murder he didn't commit, and depending on some retro cons, he might have. Of course. Uh, The, uh, put in jail, was told if he would participate in a certain experiment, he would get time shaved off. Almost like a suicide suicide squad thing, you know. Do this for us, and we'll start shaving time off your sentence. Yeah, I knew so, all that much. Did the experiment um, along with a couple other, I believe, inmates, 
Uh, one of the inmates didn't like him, tried to kill him by pretty much locking him into the machine. Uh. The machine went a little overboard, giving him the superpowers. He busts out of jail, decides to clear his name. That's pretty much it in a nutshell. See, if you're trying to clear your name, busting out of jail isn't the best first step. Well, that's also where Carl Lucas then became Luke Cage. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. Alright, should we get started? Let's do this! That's a Powerman and Iron Fist 5, and on the cover, uh, we have, uh, looks like, uh, Luke Cage looking surly, Iron Fist is putting up posters saying, hashtag PMIF, uh, all over a radio station, WH4H, um, maybe you can explain it a bit better. Well, that's pretty much it. He's saying, uh, there's a light-up sign saying, Yo Jimbo is on air. Um, with the DJ in the background, it looks like he's yelling. Luke Cage is wearing an outfit that he's not wearing in the entire comic book, but Iron Fist is wearing his normal new fighting attire. You really see Iron Fist butt. (laughs) It's high and tight. (laughs) (laughs) So then we go inside, where the DJ is... This is earlier or later, or has nothing to do with the cover. Again, Walker, Flavio, and Ranch working their magic. I pretty much think it's always been the same so far. Wait, no green? No, green is not listed. Is they change artist? Well, if they did, they have very similar styles. Oh. You know, now that I... They do have similar styles... Hmm. But yeah, I don't see Sanford Green listed. Well, maybe he skipped an issue. Yeah, that's possible. I mean, they, he did just do the first arc, so... Because it looks like him on the cover. I mean, he, he could have done the cover. Well, I don't see a signature anywhere. Yeah. I mean, how many times have you run into that problem, though? Yeah, true. Yeah. True, true, true. So we're in the inside of the uh, record studio. Mm-hmm. Or radio station, rather. Record studio. We're, we're introduced to... Old I'm man. Old. <laughs> we're introduced to Jimbo, who is the host of the Yo Jimbo show. And if anybody has any history in classic martial arts samurai films, Yo Jimbo is a classic. How did I not pick up on that? Wow. <laughs> uh, also, I found it very interesting to bring up the letter page again that uh, Walker, the writer, brought up that the first run was, you know, the first story was now complete, and this is bringing us into a second story, and that the first story was a right. tribute to Rashomon. Another famous samurai really? film. Yes, and I find it interesting that it's supposed to have been a, a spin on that because it's not the vibe I got from it at all. I haven't seen Rashomon. Have you seen it? Of course I've seen it. Okay, so is it like... Does it have Rash- anything similar? Rashomon is a story. And I don't want to blow it because you all need to see it. It's a fantastic movie. Okay. Is a story that's told from, I believe, four different angles. Four different people's version of the same story. And every single version is different. 
Are you sure it's not this issue that he's talking about? Well, it is in the letter page. Because it'd make more sense. So it could be. Because this is definitely from different points of view. I think you may be correct that I overlooked that altogether thinking it was all of the issues. So yeah, this could be it. Hmm. Because that's pretty much what this is. Yeah. Good catch. See, you're fresh and awake, and I should have been in bed an hour ago. This is what happens. <laughs> Actually, I had to set my alarm to get up to even record this. I was just... My sleeping pattern is so beyond broken. <sighs> so, uh, yeah, Yo Jimbo show. And, Yo, and Jimbo is talking about the Power Man and Iron Fist are yeah. back in action. There's talk about them all over the web, mm-hmm. and there's been a video playing from a few weeks back, and it's everywhere, and it's a doozy. Now there's a new video. Oh, now there's a new video, because of course they're referring to the video that went down in the diner. And... With uh, Tarantula and... Was it, was it Gorilla Man? What the hell was his actual name? Uh, like them just brawling, yeah, brawling with uh, the D-list... Rogues Gallery. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Gorilla Man is good enough for me. Because no. all I remember is Luke Cage calling him, like, Magilla Gorilla and everything yeah. like that. Oh, we should uh, give a shout-out to Rebecca, who people who've been following the Facebook page probably know that she's been posting there now, um, yep. news and stuff, but she pointed out to us that the Jessica Jones hate thing... Um, Ah, uh, I'll just get it up right now because she answered a couple of questions we had about the first arc, which we kept bringing up because we were confused. Um, so one of them was that Jenny was indeed their secretary in the old Power Man and Iron Fist run, mm-hmm. and the other point was about why Jessica, why uh, Jessica Jones hated. Well, not hated Danny, but why her and Danny were sort of ambivalent towards each other. And... Wow, I just saw that Happy Father's Day post. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm just trying to find it. Where is it? 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 Oh my god, there's been so much I posting. I think it's on the actual podcast. Um, Yes. wasn't alias what was it was that other thing okay so yeah it was the pulse which i've read but i still didn't remember this particular part and yeah the that explains why they don't trust each other for that time apparently they make up by the end so there's no real current reason that they're since rebecca has always been on point with all of her info and we put her onto the Facebook page. She's one of our moderators now. So uh, we now pretty much have all the time zones covered between America, UK, and Australia. One of us will be Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true, actually. We just and, need... Uh, mm-hmm. We need what? Someone in California? Uh, I was just going to say something stupid, don't worry. Iceland? <laughs> <laughs> We need as many accents on this show as we possibly can get. Yeah. <laughs> Diversity. That's right. And mm-hmm. um, I'm sure we'll have her on a podcast sooner or later. Again, yeah. because of the time zone thing, it's uh, it makes hooking up to 
record a doozy. Probably the next solar eclipse on the Mayan calendar. <laughs> so, the new video, which is a doozy, which was posted less than 12 hours ago, it already has over a million views, uh, has a guy... Okay, let me let me get this straight here. Mm-hmm. In case you don't recognize the guy in purple, the one that looks like the love child of Prince and Mr. T, that's Manslaughter Marsdale. And then we have the record, that's a record, the radio assistant, Karasawa. Yeah, now I get that. She's the producer of the Yojimbo show. And uh, another another dig towards uh, samurai films. Famous director. Yeah, Karasawa did a bunch of those. Seven Samurai Yojimbo uh, Sanjiro, all that stuff. Which is all stuff you should watch if you haven't seen. Although I haven't seen Seven Samurai yet, because it goes for like a million years. Oh, I, I don't doubt that. I still have it. I'm just like, oh, do I want to spend four hours right now? Mm. Hidden, Hidden Fortress, which is supposedly what Star Wars is based on. There was the form of like the C-3PO and R2-D2 thing. It's like the formula of like the well, there were like the two peasants in that movie, mm-hmm. apparently. Um, I mean, I think I think Mark Hamill was talking about it recently. Well, Lucas actually admitted the whole oh yeah, R two D two thing is based off the the the, the two numbnuts they have in that movie. <laughs> yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like they admitted, oh. um, yeah. So she says, "There's a caller on line one." the DJ is like, hey, caller, you're on the air. Yo, Jimbo, what's up? I'm Ralphie Aaron, and I'm the guy who saw it all and recorded it. And we have caller number one, the witness. It was mad crazy. He looks like a kid. Yeah, he looks like maybe 12-year-old. Yeah. Of course, he's recording it on his cell phone. Yeah. And uh, Marsdale is... What an awful age we live in. Trading blows with both Luke Cage and iron fist and grabs a hot dog cart and hoists it over his head and throws it in the air and iron fist kicks it out midair niece exclaiming wu-tah obviously in a different tone of voice to what i just did because that would be quite white last stuff but yes <laughs> because then it was crazier from all the hot dogs flying all over the place and mr purple pants and now that he's corrected manslaughter marsdale yeah him He's losing his mind like Kanye at the award show. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't understand him because Iron Fist done knocked all his teeth out. He's like, hold on, hold on. We've got another caller on the line, too. And, of course, we have uh, caller number two, the wiki editor. <laughs> yes, of course. Yo, Jimbo, I believe you've been mistaken. And he basically is putting up his point that the... The hero Power Man is now someone else, and that Luke Cage gave up the moniker ages ago. And uh, it's a just a silly argument over that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know there's another Power Man technically. Yeah, and it's like there's a, and I like his response to that actually. You tripping, son? Luke Cage is and forever will be Power Man. Later for you. Click completely agree with that I don't like Victor does anyone like Victor? Uh, 
jack. Like, <laughs> but pretty much it's uh, you'll always find one of those in a comic book store and get in an argument with them. You always... I haven't run into that yet, luckily. You haven't, you haven't run into the expert. I mean, I live in Australia, I guess, so I don't even go that much, but yeah. And then we're in some warehouse garage, and Danny apparently appears to be installing seatbelt material into a purple hover car with a giant fist with a lightning bolt behind it, and I think it's supposed to say you have like a dodge car grill i don't i'm not sure like a dodge truck he um <laughs> i guess this is some, mine. Some, someone recorded the flight the fight we had yesterday and now it's gone viral that's free publicity and luke cage is coming in with a huge table up over his shoulder great more free publicity yeah he's not I'm carrying all this heavy stuff by myself. Start channeling some of that chi of yours so we can get all this furniture moved in. Feng Shui. And, and the DJ's talking about talking in the background. Mm, from we, the radio. Just, right. Can't we just enjoy the moment? We're getting love. People love us. Us, you and me. Danny looks like one of those uh if he wasn't a Hulk, if he actually, if he just tinted Danny's skin green, he looks like one of the Hulks from Old Man Logan. That was like a crazy incest cannibal. <laughs> now you've ruined it for everybody. Now you don't need Old Man Logan. Uh, well, that hey, that, that, that's that's that doesn't ruin anything because it's in like the first page or something. So, well, not first page, but you know, first page that isn't a flashback. And, uh, Did you DJ. like Old Man Logan? I like the original run. I haven't picked up any of the new stuff. Oh god, I can't believe that they put Bendis in charge of that. And from what I understand, he's brought him into the main universe and stuff and all this stupid stuff. And so yeah. What's the yeah, point well, of Old Man Logan if you move him to the main universe? Like, it doesn't make any it's, sense. It's the same thing they did with uh, the Spider-Girl and Spider-Gwen. And... What's the deal with Gwenpool? I don't know. I wish Seinfeld would take a look at Marvel Comics and just talk about them. What's the deal and with I, this? What's the deal with that? What's the deal with this? That's how I it guess Dead, Deadpool actually has a kid now. That's that's good though. That 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 uh, Deadpool run where that happened was really good. Um, I just I don't know how Gwenpool works because Deadpool's speaking. What is? It's like, hey, Gwen's popular. Deadpool's popular. Let's just do Gwenpool. I just really don't understand. And listeners, I'm not going to look it up, because I'm lazy, I don't care, and I'm a jaded, bitter old man, so... Oh yeah, you're old. <laughs> if you think if you think that, I don't know, if you want to educate me on Gwenpool, feel free, because I'm not going to do it myself. At least I admit it. Post it in the comments on the Facebook page. Yes, <laughs> leave us emails. <laughs> Any type of message would be good. Andy, Andy. <laughs> you know, I I got double billed on Podcast Garden, and I sent them a ticket about, and they still haven't responded. And I sent this ticket like two weeks ago. It's ridiculous. <sighs> dirty, dirty. Anyway, um, so, so 
Luke Cage yes. asks him, what the hell are you doing? He's like, installing seatbelts so you'll stop complaining. And we have the DJ in the background saying, this is better than the time Bobby Brown were not reunited with New Edition. What do the rest of you think about the return of the true dynamic duo? We've got another caller on the line. And then we have caller number three, mm. the video star. <laughs> and... Uh, I guess I'll read this. He's, he's of course, missing teeth. Yeah. So it's, uh... Now, I almost spit my drink out when I was reading this about the uh, DJ's response to this stuff. <laughs> yeah, man, this is Manslaughter Mothdale. I heard you've been talking a lot of smack about me, and that ain't cool. I don't appreciate you saying I look like a love tile on Mr. T and Prince. Rest in peace. What can I say? I never meant to cause you any sorrow. I never meant to cause you any pain. Oh. That's from the DJ. <laughs> and it's the start of Purple Rain, if you don't know, if you live under a rock for the last 30 years. You ain't funny. Well, then how funny you are when I come down there and kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Big talk for a man who got his teeth knocked out by Iron Fist. Can you say she sells seashore sea shells? Uh, I can't even say it. She sells seashells by the seashore. Bet you can't. Yeah, I have fifth knocked out some teeth. So that's no thing. I'm my father, my father. I don't feel pain, which I don't understand with his whole don't feel pain because he's got his head wrapped up, his eye wrapped up, and his entire forearm wrapped up. It's so it heals faster. And then later on, none of that's there. Yeah. And he's like, uh, how about the humiliation? You feel that? Because I've watched this video two dozen times, and well, I'm humiliated for you, player. That video ain't nothing. ain't throwing the right whole thing, you feel me? Let me tell you what happened. And the DJ kicks up his feet, and he's like, this'll be good. How it all went down according <laughs> to Manslaughter Marsdale. And we have Manslaughter buying a hot dog, and the hot dog vendor... With a smile on his face and mustard in his hand. You got it, Mr. Manslaughter, <laughs> sir. Your usual, the jumbo frank with mustard and extra sauerkraut. Thank you, my man. You always do it right. <laughs> and it's always a pleasure to see you, Mr. Manslaughter. You're a credit to the superpowered people who don't feel any pain. And then from out of nowhere, we have a foot lowering into the panel and Marsdale squeezing his hot dog to the point where it explodes. Hold it right there, sucker. Luke Cage, I ain't got no beef with you. The name's Power Man Turkey, and I'm here to bust you up. <laughs> and Luke Cage is punching him dead in the face, hot dogs hitting the ground. And I this is sitting on a sitting, barrel. Because <laughs> you know, there's, there's barrels, just wooden barrels everywhere in New York City. Mm. That's right, show him who's boss, Power Man. Where's his pom-poms? <laughs> and then we have the DJ interjecting. Hold up, you're telling me that Power Man, a member of the Avengers, jumped you for no reason. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Sorry, bro. I can't hear that. Whoop, whoop. That's my dookie alarm going off. I'm not lying. Your story is kind of hard to swallow. Just like your teeth must have been hard to swallow. We're back in the, in the office, and she's like, we got another caller on line three. Well, we've got another caller on the line. Yo, Jimbo, listen, manslaughter is lying to you. I was there. I saw everything. I'll tell you how it really went down. It's caller number four. Guy. 
the hot dog guy. Yep. And now we have the same scene, but a little different. Back at the hot dog cart, manslaughter is screwing up the man's umbrella. <laughs> Guy's got his hands in front of him praying, You can't keep shaking me down for protection money, Mr. Marsdale. I'm a small business operator. I can't afford it. Quit your yapping. And get me my money. And a hot dog with extra kraut for a bust you upside your head. <laughs> and then we have Luke Cage <laughs> flying in Superman style minus the cape uh. in the next panel, dead at his face going, hold it right there, your even days are over. Oh no, it's Power Man. I didn't know he could fly, said the, says the hot dog vendor. And now we're back with DJ going, hold up, you're saying Power Man can fly now? Yes sir, I saw it with my own eyes. And now we're back at the garage. Power Man can fly. This is all your fault. <laughs> That's Luke. Yeah. That's all my fault. All this fiddle faddle people actually listening to the show and now they're going to think I can fly? What are you getting upset about? Because people can think you can fly. I wish people thought I could fly. That would be so cool. It's not that people will think I can fly. It's that you don't think things through. And when it all goes wrong, what are you talking about? How is this situation a result of me not thinking something through? Just don't, okay? I'm going to take care of this. And as Luke is marching out of the garage, and Luke also has his left leg wrapped. Yeah. Cool, I'm coming with you. And he throws his screwdriver in the air. Back and it goes back to the Ojimbo show, and he's talking about uh, that he's just announcing that they're talking about the return of his favorite crime fighting team, Power Man and Iron Fist. And it seems that some pressure on the some people that are now under the impression that Power Man can fly, and he's like, anyone seen Power Man fly? We're taking calls. And there's a knock on the door, and Karasawa opens the door and goes, "Hey, we're on the air here." And then a giant behemoth, Sasquatch of a man, and Danny uh, say, "You figured you wouldn't believe it was us if we just called in." So now they're sitting in a booth. Moments later, and what is up with the chin fuzz on Danny? Ah, <laughs> uh, that yeah, that Danny faces—he looks like a demon. <laughs> he kind of does. He's yeah, like a like and one of the like a hyena demon or something. The uh, DJ is in all his glory, looking like he's about to squee like a little girl. Y'all won't believe who just walked into the studio. None other than Iron Fist and Power Man. Gentlemen, thanks for stopping by. Danny throws on the headphones. Thanks for making time for us, Jimbo. We love the show. Luke is taking up the whole damn room. Most definitely, we heard you talking about us. We figured we could come down and make sure all the listeners knew the score. Back to the DJ. I know that I speak for a lot of people when I say the that it's good to see you two back together again. My first question is for you. Power Man, can you fly? People say they saw you fly. Short answer, no. Let me explain what happened. It all started the other day. <laughs> and Danny's got his hands held up like guilty as charged. 24 hours that, earlier, give or take is that a, hours. Is that a picture of Moon Knight all the way to the right? Um, I don't think so. Looks like a girl. Oh. Don't know, you got me there. 
So we go to 24 hours earlier. Give and take. And uh, we have the, uh, looks like the Fantastic Four flying pod <laughs> car there. And Luke explaining, what is this thing? And Danny's like, fists held tight to his chest, screaming, it's a modified version of a Fantastic Four Fantastic car. I built it myself using instructions I found on the internet. Reed Richards right has got to be careful with his bloody research. <laughs> leave it on the internet. <laughs> we can call it the Power Fist Mobile. <laughs> and Luke is like, okay, look, first of all, I can think of at least three reasons why Power Fist is a bad <laughs> name for this thing. It's a great name. Maybe it's a great name in Kun Lun, but we ain't in Kun Lun. Do you remember uh, there was some alternate Marvel Universe and there was a Power Fist? Yes. Yeah, and he was like, had he was black, had like had Luke Cage's powers and stuff, but he also had the Iron Fist. Well, it was Luke Cage's power. It was Luke Cage. Oh, okay, and he just had the Iron Fist. Uh, uh, Danny died. Because oh. I don't remember what alternate universe it was in. I just remember that there was a Power Fist. Was it Exiles? I don't even remember. Exiles went to so many different universes. Why didn't? Why did they cancel X Files? X Files. Exiles. Why isn't Exiles a series right now? I don't know. It was interesting to say the least. But I think in that universe, uh, Danny and Luke were best friends, doing their thing. Danny actually passed away, I think, and then Luke built or had Tony Stark build him. Like a mech suit to enhance him even further, so he had like a power fist punch. I'm thinking of a, a different one. It's a. It's he has the dra- he doesn't have a mech suit. He has the dragon tattoo on his chest. Um. I'll I'll get it up and I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, people looking up firecrackers here. Well, that's what I, that is. I, I live in the hood, but those aren't gunshots. Those are actual fireworks. Hey. And so Dan, Danny's kind of disgusted. And he's like, fine, I'll call it the Fistmobile and leave you out. It's even worse. Of the fun. No power fist for you. Any other problems? Dude, there are no seatbelts. <laughs> Never thought I'd see the day where Big Ben Unbreakable Luke Cage is worried about seatbelts. This thing got airbags. <laughs> <laughs> so Iron Fist uh, says, "Okay, can I interrupt Jimbo? In all fairness, it's important to note that I have since installed seatbelts, and that before the seatbelts, there was a safety bar. A safety bar? Yes, a safety bar. <laughs> and then we got him joyriding through the city, <laughs> leaving a purple streak in their wake. Yeah." Danny's grinning ear to ear. Luke Cage looks like he's about to crap his drawers. Please, God, don't let me die. Not like this. Yes, this is so awesome. I'm actually kind of impressed that Danny built a Fantastico. Even if he was following internet instructions. True. What the dippity, the doodah dippity are you doing? Testing this baby out. And he looks like he banks a hard right, and Luke flies right out of the seat. <laughs> <laughs> and Danny's just like, uh-oh. <laughs> and then we hear, yo, Jimbo, it's my turn to interrupt. 
Yeah. I wouldn't have fallen out of the damn thing I had seatbelts. We were flying like a maniac. Do you even have a license? I installed seatbelts. What more do you want from me? Now they're just bickering on air, and Jessica Jones is listening at home horrified, and she's like, did they not know that this thing is airing live? And we have uh, Danielle... Looks like she's about to drop a jug of water on her head. Um, yep. With a plastic shovel poking it off the countertop. Yeah. <laughs> or as you would call it, the bench. <laughs> well, wait, you call it a countertop? That would be a countertop or oh, a table. Weird. It's a bench, mate. <sighs> or a counter. Countertop. Ooh, look at me. Drinking my cup of tea on my countertop. It's so complex for such a simple item, Carl. I didn't make the damn names up. I just lived in this freaking country. You should leave. Uh, if I ever win the lottery, I am. Wait, where would you go? I already told you where I go, and you didn't like the answer. Oh, okay, tell me again so I can not lock it again. New Zealand. Oh, yeah, no, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> there are a bunch of bastards over there. <laughs> Sheep lovers with your fosh and chops. Oh. I'm sorry to any New Zealander listeners. Half sorry. No, uh, I'm just going to leave it. Let's go. <laughs> I'm not racist. So back to the DJ. He's like, so, okay, so we attached two of you were out flying in the power of Fistmobile. Fistmobile. Got it. So, what happened next? And now we have... Marsdale singing, I love me some hot dogs, <laughs> gonna eat me up some hot dogs. And the hot dog stand guy is, like, smiling. Eat so. up, eat up this hot dog. And boom, Luke Cage takes out a corner of a building and a whole large hunk of asphalt, breaking the ground apart, shaking up Mr. Marsdale, my hot dog, as we see the... uh Pod car up in the upper right hand corner. <laughs> pod car. It's the Fistmobile. The Fistmobile. I didn't notice that actually. <laughs> Cage, I don't know what you're thinking, what you're trying to pull. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> All I wanted was a blanket, a blank hot dog, Cage. No, not the cart, not the cart. Iron Fist just kicks it. And he throws the cart through the air. Iron Fist kicks it out of the air. You okay? I told you that thing needed seatbelts. Hold on, let me get this straight. This was all an accident. Not some vendetta against Manslaughter Monsdale, Marsdale. Not you guys coming to the aid of some helpless hot dog vendor. Well, this is Danny now. Well, Manslaughter yeah. was shaking down a hot dog guy for protection money, so you know, it all worked out. And then we have somebody sneaking into the sound stage through the door behind Karasawa. Yeah, it turns out manslaughter's been shaking down food cart suspenders for months. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and then Marsdale's in the studio. I told Jimbo to stop talking smack. I said he'd be sorry he messed with me. So he's not good enough to shake down stores, like convenience stores. He has to shake down food carts. That's <laughs> the bottom rung right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so now we're looking at Danny and and uh, you know, and Jimbo and Luke. This guy must be a glutton for punishment. That's because he can't feel pain. We got to get you out of here, Jimbo. Marsdale comes crashing through the wall. <laughs> rooms. Don't mess with Manzada Mothdale. 
fist, get everyone to safety. On it. <laughs> then we get a great shot of uh, Luke Cage just being punched in the face. With them saying, I only wanted a hot dog. He's just squashing his face. And now we have Danny sidekicking Marsdale straight out the window with a kayak. Yep. This guy can't feel pain. Not a thing. Which means we can't just beat him into submission. Nope, we need a different plan. Rope-a-dope. They both say rope-a-dope. And now what we witness is basically the best <laughs> game of duck and dodge. While, Mar- while Manslaughter is swinging his hardest, trying to knock their heads off their blocks, yet missing constantly, wasting just more and more energy, and finally he just collapses on the ground. Danny looks like a ballerina in that one yeah. shot. And in the panel before, he looks like he's just hiding behind the uh, stairs. Yeah. And he's like, only wanted a hot dog. And he falls flat on the ground. And everyone's, like, looking and taking photos and recording it, etc. Um, 22 people all recording it. And Luke Cage goes, I almost feel bad for him. Really? No, not at all. <laughs> Yo! And you just have, like, Marsdale's butt sticking up in the foreground. <laughs> Yo, that was off the hook! And Karasawa says she recorded the whole thing, and, he, and the DJ's like, Yeah, I got most of it, too. Check it out. Awesome, more publicity! Manslaughter thought he looked bad in the original video. Is <laughs> this one? And then the next day, is he's just talking uh, about holes everywhere. The glass, yeah. for some reason, is just taped back together. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going about what all went down. That there's more than a dozen videos that have been uploaded about what happened. Which one is your favorite? And then we cut back to Jessica Jones and Luke Cage's apartment, house, whatever it is. DJ is saying, I honestly can't decide which I like best. And uh, Jessica's like, this one's my favorite. It has the best angle of you. Very sexy. I hate to admit it, but you and Danny really do work well together. And Luke's just like, say what now? And then we cut Crazy. back to the garage. Danny's in all his glory with his Wolverine pork chops and his chin fuzz. By the good book, you're right. He's a little <laughs> canuck. And he's like, this is so awesome. I gotta remember that. And then we're back to the DJ going, but more than the videos, the thing I like best is that Power Man and Iron Fist are back and the best is yet to come. The end. So the art in that issue was very similar to the previous issues, but I think less exaggerated. It was more consistent. I'm not saying that's yeah. good or bad, I'm just uh, observing different. Uh, so, uh, yes, and uh, next, Power Man and Iron Fist 6. And... Ties into Civil War 2, which unfortunately, from what I hear, is a hot mess. I mean, Civil War 1 was a hot mess. I don't know why they thought Civil War 2 wouldn't be a hot mess. <laughs> I actually enjoyed Civil War 1. I enjoyed all the Civil War 1 books besides the main book. I thought the main book was terrible, but like all those spin-offs, like Punisher War Journal and stuff, they were great. They were really good. Anyway, that's, I'm not going to do start a Civil War podcast or something. Um, so, what do you think of that issue? Uh, literally, the best one yet, the most fun... 
uh, the most like the older Power Man and Iron Fist issues. Yeah. Just just great. Completely agree. I loved it. Um, because, like, yeah, it had humor and stuff, and Danny was goofy, but, like, the story was a humorous story. Like, it suited it. It was the tone. I had a lot of fun reading it. I loved the different perspectives. Um, I thought it was a great issue. It was funny. Yeah, it was good. Like, if the whole series was like this, I wouldn't mind, you know, because it's a... Like, it, it's just when they try and mix, like, you know... This is when Danny's being stupid that bugs me, or, you know, I'm bored, or, but yeah, I think this is way better than the past four issues. Oh, by far. Um, and I'm, I'm actually excited to, like, continue reading now, whereas I wasn't before. Um, but yeah, now I'm, I'm just, just... I'm just gonna say it to piss a lot of people off. This is what should have been the first issue. Yeah. I completely this, agree. This would have hooked everyone. Not that this this issue, this run so far, has not been getting a lot of attention. But, yeah. oh my god, if this was the first issue, people would have lost their damn minds. Yeah. And this is actually, uh, it's also very reminiscent of a Daredevil issue back in the 90s. Daredevil 359, The Long Night, that's when, uh, Karen was a radio host, and, like, all these people were calling in talking about how Daredevil was, like, beating up these thugs, and they had, like, you know, different artists and stuff. Daredevil looked like a de- devil in one of them, or, like, a, some people think he's, like, a giant insect that preys on criminals. So it reminded me a lot of that issue, which I, I really enjoyed as well, so I guess even more points from me. Um, I'll put that in the show notes. Um, yeah, no, I really like this issue. There's not much to say. It was funny. Uh, it was good, it was like, none of it felt forced or anything, like, all the banter was really good, uh, yeah. And like, the funniest oh, thing is it technically really didn't have a lot of action. It had, like, two pages at the end. Oh, there was action throughout it because of the different recaps. I think. Like all the different versions of them beating up Manslaughter Marcel at the hot dog stand. Yeah, but you never really saw any of the actual beating up. True. Mm, sure. You always saw like, the fight starting. You saw the yeah. hot dog start get kicked and the fight about to go down or a first punch being landed and then it was over. Yeah. But I'm but strong, strong issue on all points. Yeah, big fan. Um,. I don't really have any complaints about the issue. Uh, except maybe Danny's hyena, fa- hyena face, but that's about it. Um, and that's a pretty minor complaint, so... Yeah, I liked it. Good, good stuff. Highlighted the issues with Whit Cage falling out of the Fistmobile. mobile. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah, I guess that's all we have to say about it. It's good. Uh, I, if you haven't liked the series so far, I definitely recommend picking it up. It is reminiscent of, like, uh, some of the funnier issues in the old Power Man and Iron Fist. Um, yeah, I, I have no problem, like, and you don't need, you do not need to read the first four issues to read this. Nope, not at all. So if you didn't like the first issue or second issue, don't bother reading the rest of that. Just pick up this issue and go from here, because, yeah, this is like a 
yeah, you can just jump right into this. So, um, good yeah, good stuff. So, uh, hopefully, we'll get an episode out next week or in the next two weeks. Um, we should be able to, unless something goes horribly wrong, which is happening a lot lately. So, but uh, yeah, and hopefully the next thing we will be covering is that Iron Fist eleven. Yes. Back to the seventies. With the wrecking crew. Yep. Alright, well, um, yes, do you have anything else to add? Oh, that's it. Alright, well, until next time, may your scrappy sideburns and goatee empower your fists of iron. With all that fiddle-faddle. Yep. Peace. Peace. Later. Iron Fist and all other characters in these comics are properties of Marvel and Disney, and any music or images we use belong to their respective copyright holders, and we do this for fun, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at sonsofthedragonpodcast at gmail.com, just send us mail, comments, thoughts, send us anything you want really, even if it's not about Iron Fist, um, and if you don't want it read it on the air, just mention that. Um, you can also reach us at Facebook. The Immortal Iron Fist Podcast, Sons of the Dragon. Our Twitter, at Iron Fist Podcast. Our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash Sons of the Dragon with hyphens where the spaces are. Our YouTube, Connor Carl. Just search Iron Fist Podcast on YouTube and you'll find us real quick. And then there's our WordPress, Sons of the Dragon, The Immortal Iron Fist Podcast.wordpress.com. We are also on iTunes. Feel free to rate us there if you rate us less than five stars. Well, just tell us what we're doing wrong and we'll try and improve that. And last but not least, we are on Podcast Garden in the literature section. And thanks to Thomas Tissot for the theme song at the start. And thanks.